hello 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 thank you again for tuning into this podcast it is monique allen your everyday life coach i just want to just say i miss you guys hey 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 <laughs> i'm praying everybody's doing all right praying everybody is you know keeping your minds elevated motivated um staying away from those toxic things that can kind of easily beset you and not settling for anything because life wants to take its turns and twists and plots and things like that but just keeping yourself motivated so i pray all is well with you guys all is well with me i gave you guys my word that i will be giving you guys a podcast every single friday and here it is you have it so if you guys do not know who I am, I am Monique Allen. I am a certified life coach. I specialize in relationships. That could be relationships in your um, marriages. That can be relationships with your children. That can be relationship anything that ties into relationships. I am your everyday life coach. If you are in need of booking any type of services, go to New Life New You ATL dot com. Um, If you do not know what type of services you need and you just want to have a conversation with me, a one-on-one conversation, I do have free consultations. So when you go to the website, look up in the box up top and it'll say free consultations. You'll click that, book your calendar um, on your next availability and let us talk. Let us get to the root of it. You're not alone. Prices are affordable. I'm one of the ones that do not overly charge just to speak to somebody. So you have free consultations and the sessions are cheap. So I love y'all enough. I'm not here to take away. I'm here to support. Um, I'm here to remain keeping marriages stable. And I'm also here to help singles prepare for marriages. Um, And I will be doing a session with that with singles and giving you guys some pointers, some ideas, some things to look out for, some, uh, you know, just some some things to get you ready to be a husband or get you ready to be a wife. Who doesn't want some pointers or some type of knowledge to look forward to? when they get into a relationship, right? So I will be doing that soon. Um, The topic I wanna talk about today is our children. So if you guys do not know, I have four, two girls, two boys. And I had this conversation with my daughter and I wanna start it off with this because I believe this is so important, right? So yesterday, my daughter, she's in school. So when she's in school, you know, she's trying to get herself together. But her brother didn't have to go to summer school. My daughter's in summer school. My son did not have to go to summer school, but he did have to take the test. So she didn't understand what he had to do. So she was more upset about why he had to go to school for just this and then she had to go to school for this amount of days so i kept telling her i said baby you have to learn how to start worrying about yourself you're a child and that sometimes i don't have to explain everything to you so i have the relationship with my children that they are to be free around me i want them to talk about things i want them to be open i just want them to be free i want them to talk about things 
But I think a lot of times my children think that I'm on their level with them. So they think that when I don't tell them certain things, life is over, right? So I said, you know, I need you to start worrying about yourself. You have your own exams. He has his own exams. So all he had to do to go to school is for two hours. She has to go to school for the whole entire day. So I was telling her, worry about yourself so that way you don't get frustrated. My daughter comes home. She goes, I seen you when you picked him up. Why didn't you pick me up too? And started really crying and she was upset. And what I said to her was, I said, why are you picking up things that are not yours? Why? I said, you just got home from school and you came straight to me and said, why didn't I pick you up? Because I picked him up. I could have broke it down to her and said, I picked him up, baby, because he only has one test and you have the whole day. I will not do that. So I said to her, I said, why do you pick up things that are not yours? I said, and then you're carrying it and it's causing you to be emotional and it's causing you to be upset. We had this conversation this morning and I told you to worry about yourself. And she started to think about it. I said, you picking up something that you don't even have the full answers for. You're picking up something that never was a part of your day. And then you come home and you're carrying it and it's weighing you down. I said, that's not fair to yourself. Not just to me, but to yourself. You just got home. How was school? How was your day? Did you have a good day? Because it seems like when you came home to me, you, were, you didn't have a good day. So she sat there and she thought about it. And as soon as she got done thinking about it and realizing that she picked up something that was never hers, she came to me, she hugged me and gave me a kiss and ran outside to finish playing. Monique, why did you just tell me that story? I told you that story because a lot of times we tend to pick up things that God never assigned us to either A, be with or God never gave to us. Break that down, Monique, because that's big. Anxiety. God never gave you anxiety. God never said, I give you anxiety. No, the world gave it to you. Stress gave it to you. Children can give it to you. Traumas can give it to you. But God never gave you that. And if God created you in his likeness and his, in his image, then you have to accept all of the qualities and characteristics and things that he has given you. <clears throat> You don't have to accept the worldly things because the Bible says that you are not of this world, which lets you know you are not to pick up the things that this world has to offer. So what are you carrying in your backpack that's not yours? Can I encourage you to put it down? It's not yours. Put it down. If worry is in your backpack, put it down. It's not yours. If anxious is in your backpack, put it down. It's not yours. The Bible says to be anxious for nothing. If depression is in your backpack, put it down. It's not yours. We tend to pick up things that are not ours and we allow it to weigh us down when it never was yours to pick up in the beginning. The relationship is almost like every red flag is being like thrown at you. And you got to the point where you almost don't even want to believe no more. So you just you just you just settle into it. You settle. 
and you just say it is what it is because he is my whatever he is my either my baby daddy or he's my something or he's my this he's my that and I don't know what I'm gonna do without him yes you do know what you're gonna do without them God's gonna give you the strength God's going to up um give you exactly what you are need of which is a true relationship with him God's going to protect you God's going to lead and guide you into truth. God's going to put you in high positions because now you are totally submitted to him and not to man. You have made a man or you have made your woman an idol. And God wants you to uproot because you have not gained self-control and you have idolized this person and not even known it. So what are you carrying in your back? That's weighing you down. What are you carrying? What are you carrying? And it's so heavy that it's causing you to worry. It's causing you to be depressed. It's causing you to be anxious. These are worldly things. God never created you for that. Genesis 1.26 says, I've given you power and rulership and dominion over everything, every creeping living thing under the earth. If it is not those things to have dominion and power over this earth, put it down. It's not yours. God didn't create you. The Bible says either you're going to pray or you're going to worry, but you cannot do both. Which further lets you know he didn't give you that. Some of you guys are operating in fear. Another scripture says, for I did not. That's it. I did not give you the spirit of fear. So some of us are walking around with a spirit of fear. And God is saying, I did not give you that. So Monique, what do you do then? Because it's not like I asked for this. It's not like I just wanted to be in my backpack and I'm walking with it. What do I do? You got to dive into the word of God. I was at one point doing the same thing. I was carrying all of these things that were not mine's. That were not mine. And it was weighing me down. It was frustrating me. It was causing me to feel like, you know, just stressed. And I could not be myself because I was so weighed down with things that were not mine. Basically the things that God did not call me to be. So, and one thing about the word of God, it says the Lord that when he blesses, he maketh riches and addeth no sorrow. So that's another indication that when you feel sorrow or you feel stressed behind something, it was not from God. The If it is from God, it's either he's trying to teach you something or he's either trying to put you in a position to elevate you to the next level. But anything that God blesses you with, it should not add no sorrow to you. So we just thank God that, you know, the importance is knowing his word. That's really what it is. Knowing his word. We have to get to a point in our lives where we actually dive in the word of God and read it. Read it for ourselves. Read it for ourselves. If we do not read it for ourselves, how are we going to grow into learning our birthright? Because there's power in knowing who you are, right? So who are you in God? Are you full of religion and think that you know God for real, but you really don't know his entirety? 
no one really knows God's entirety, but you do get a form of understanding of who you are when you read his word. You understand what you should do and what you shouldn't do. You understand how you should operate in the spirit. You learn how to pray. You learn how to seek his face. You learn how to spend time with him. You learn so much that anything that's outside of God, worry, stress, anxiety, fear, it no longer even serves its purpose in your life or in your mind. So with that being said, you have to know who you are in Christ. That means diving in the word of God. Take away all religion. Take away the how the people treated people, the church and all that the church hurts and stuff like that. This has everything to do with your relationship in God. I teach my daughter every day as well as my church that you are literally more than a conqueror. You are seriously a um, a child who has authority over everything. My daughter is conquering her fears because she knows she has dominion and power. According to Genesis 126, she's exercising her birthright on why she originally is supposed to be here. A couple days ago, she wanted to do a backflip. And she was like, I'm scared. I said, you what? God didn't give us a spirit of fear. Where'd you get that from? She started to laugh because she knew I was going to tell her that we have dominion and power over everything God says. So where'd you get it from? She said, you're right, mom. You're right. <laughs> I said, so practice it until it comes. But that shouldn't have power over you because you're scared of doing a back. Not, not a backflip, but a backstand. She said, okay. So she started out in the, in the room, and she kept doing it on her bed, doing it on her bed, doing it on her bed. Next thing you know, the more she did it on her bed, she realized, okay, I got it. Now let's do it outside in the grass. Before you know it, boom, she did it back then. And I praised her so well. Y'all, let me tell you, I praised her so well because it had nothing to do with her doing a backstand is because she conquered something that she thought she could not do. So she pushed past the fear of what the world has taught her or what the fears that we picked up that never was ours. And she conquered it. So that's now giving her an idea to know that she can conquer anything that hits her life. This is why the Bible says to train up a child in a way that they should go so that when they grow old, they do not depart from it. This is why it's so important to know God and his kingdom and who you are as the citizen in this government kingdom. This has nothing to do with religion. My God, this has nothing to do with religion. This has everything to do with God and his kingdom and his government ruling. The reason why the world is the way it is right now is because nobody knows who they are. We have some. But there's a lot of people who don't know who they are, and that's why the world is trying to take over. But you can't take over a government that never was yours. You can't have citizenship for something that you don't know anything about. You're in a foreign land, and your job is to go to the king, which is Jesus, which is God, and ask them, what is my citizenship here? Why am I here? And as I get to learn this thing, oh, there's a book to teach us. Okay, let's go into the book. Let's read this book. 
And as you read the book and understand the book, then it'll start to make sense on why you are here. Has nothing to do with religion. So if you are experiencing church hurt and you feel like I'll never go to a church again because these pastors out here just stealing money, you're correct. You experienced it right. And that's just what it is. But this is why it's important for you to know God for yourself. And then as you get to know God for yourself, the Lord will send someone, some way, somehow. I'm telling you, he's so good at it. Some way, somehow. And he will encourage you. When I say he will encourage you, he will encourage you. And he will bring somebody to you. And when he bring that person to you, it's going to blow your mind. (laughs) It's going to blow your mind. You guys may hear my baby. She just woke up. (laughs) But it's going to blow your mind. It's going to blow your mind. And as it blows your mind, he's going to send more people. And before you know it, the more you grow, he's going to put people in your front and say, encourage her. You're going to get so deep in God that (laughs) you're going to lose an appetite for this world. Be like, "Uh uh-uh, this world ain't mine. I'm getting too deep in the Lord. Like, he really is dope. Like, everything I was taught, I mean, it's, it's a form of it, but... This is something totally different. Yeah, it happened with me. And now that I've found who I am in God's kingdom, it's so easy to teach my children why they're young. Why they're young. So I encourage you guys, put down all of these weights that you're just walking with in your backpack that's causing you to worry, causing you to stress, even if it's a job. You know how many jobs is out here? <laughs> There's a million and 50, 50, 60, 80 billion, billion, gazillion. Like, it's so many. Go get you another job. Go get you another job. It's fine. Pray about it. God, and you're worried about the benefits, but you're still miserable. Go get you another job. That's it. The Lord never designed you to be stressed. The Lord designed you to work for his kingdom and to allow his kingdom to be ruled here on this earth as it is in heaven. That's it. And there's a benefit package here in his kingdom. Just literally just blessings on blessings on blessings. Y'all, I've been in some seasons where I did not have. And when I tell, listen, I, when I tell you he made a way he made a way and I, I can't even explain to you how he did it because that's just how God is. He's a supernatural God. But the fact that I'm in his kingdom and I have I qualify for the benefit package, <laughs> you know how some jobs are where you qualify for the you you full time in this, you qualify for the benefit package. Right. He's willing to bless you. Because he knows that your your blessings is not going to cause you to run away and then keep coming back. Because now that's spiritual prostitution. You just, you're going in, coming out. Well, I got what I got. I'm out of here. And God sees your heart. So you're not fooling nobody but yourself. So when you study yourself to be approved, he still will bless you whenever he wants to bless you. But when you study yourself to be approved by God, when I say he'll start moving like never before, you be like, whoa, okay, 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 all right, all right. Because he doesn't mind blessing his children. 
You're in his kingdom. You're serving him. And then you're teaching others. He don't want it to be this hard. So I challenge you guys. Start your prayer life. Get into a secret place. If your secret place is in your car, go to your car and just sit there. If your secret place is in your bathroom, go to the bathroom. If your secret place is your closet, go to your closet. Wherever it is that nobody is around and you can have total silence. Use that moment to pray. Use that moment to seek God's face. Use that moment to say, God, here I am. I've heard it in so many ways, but I want to know you for real. I want to experience you for real. I confess my thoughts to you. I've been going through da 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 and I no longer want to hold this in my backpack no more. It's too heavy. It's weighing me down, and now I'm picking up these worldly feelings. Fear, anxiety, stress, worry, depression. And you have not given us none of these things. So it shows that I'm operating in this world and I'm not operating in you. So I rededicate my life back to you. I confess my thoughts. I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And I'm willing to get to know what this thing is really like. I repent of my sins. And I'm willing to see what it is that you have for me because I know I am not here for no reason I know that I'm here on purpose for a purpose and brothers and sisters yes you are so as a life coach I am a spiritual life coach if you come to me I'm going to talk to you based on biblical principles Um, I'm going to be doing we're going to do the work but you're going to have to do your work as well So that way you can grow and you can see the growth as I'm walking it with you. And I'm always going to encourage you to do what is best. I've been through a lot in my life. And once I realized I've conquered it and I've helped so many other people, why not be a life coach? (laughs) So your life is trusted with me. I will handle you gently. And I will do what I need to do to make sure you get to where you have to go. So that's all I have for today. I will see you guys next week. I love you. I'm getting ready to feed baby girl because she is babbling if y'all don't hear her. (laughs) And you guys have a phenomenal week. And anything that is not of God, take it out the backpack. Replace it with peace. Replace it with joy. Replace it with love. If you got money to take a vacation, take a vacation and go somewhere privately and just steal away. Steal away. Get to know who you really are. Aren't you tired? And for those who are not tired, then you should be encouraging your other brothers and sisters. Let them know that there is a God. (laughs) There is a God. So we have work to do. Let's start doing it. Let's have excitement. Let's have joy. I know what the world is doing, but... There you go again, you know, putting it back in your backpack. The world is not yours. The world is not yours. So you have to stay focused. You have to find that balance. You have to have that self-control. And you have to have that boldness. You have to have that boldness. So I encourage you today. 
Try it differently. Life isn't over. Pick your head up. You all right? Mm Mm-hmm. You all right? The best is still yet to come. Stay focused. Stop watching the news so much. Stop paying attention to others and their stories. Take a break. Take a social media break. It's always good and healthy to take breaks, especially from the world because it's very toxic at this moment. So I'm going to pray with you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I want to just say thank you, Father God, for this day. Thank you, Father God, for allowing us to live to see another day. Lord God, I just want to just say thank you. I ask that you for, we repent of our sins right now, God. If we have done anything that was outside of your will, we repent in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we are going to turn away from anything that are going to make us feel weighed down. Because anytime we feel weighed down or sick or ill, we cannot work for your kingdom. It's a delay. It delays the process. And one thing about you, God, you are a God of order and you are a God of completion. So I pray, Father God, that you will lift up your children and allow them to know that there is purpose for them on this earth. For you have brought them here for purpose, on purpose. You needed a body, Father God. So you allowed these parents to have babies and to form these children into adults, Lord God, to do the work of your kingdom, Lord God, adopted into this kingdom, Lord God, that is beautiful, that has peace, that has joy, that fights for you and you can't fight for yourself, Lord God. Show them, Lord God, give them an accountment with you, Lord God. Allow them to see you in their dreams, Lord God. Allow them to get in thirst and the hunger to want to read your word. Give them knowledge and wisdom that when they read your word, they don't read it as a regular book, but they read it as a lifestyle to know that this is how you live. This is how you have your being. This is how you're supposed to act. This is how you're supposed to talk in the name of Jesus. So that way, when the world wants to have a turn for the worse, it doesn't affect them to where their backpacks are overpacked and they're starting to be weighed down. You do not call us weighed down. You do not call us worried. You called us warriors. You did not call us depression. You called us a royal priesthoods. You did not call us stressed. You called us overcomers. You called us a peculiar people. You called us so many great things. You also said in your word, for I had the, a plan for you, thoughts to prosper you, give you hope in the future and expect it in. A lot of people want to be rich, but they don't realize being rich Lord God, it sends a lot of people into areas that they don't need to be. So, Lord God, if your people are trying to be rich, show them how to be rich. But rich in you. Rich in you. Rich in you. And when you're rich in the Lord, then you have self-control. You have a heart to give to the people who've never had. You You will manage your money properly so you will never have to run out because God is ordering your money. God is showing you how to operate in your money. So God, be the all in all God, Lord God, that's going to stand for them and show them how to be in your kingdom. I thank you for them, Lord God. Anything that they're wrestling with that seems like it's out of their control, me their need. You said in your word that you will supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory. So we thank you, Father God, that it is already done. 
We thank you, Father God, that these backpacks are empty and now um, joy is replaced back into it. Peace is replaced back into it. Love is replaced back into it. And anything that is outside of you can no longer enter in these backpacks. No more worry. No more weighed down. Because we're now learning who we are in your kingdom. So we thank you and we call it all joy, God. That's in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. You guys have a great day. See you next week.